Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hey, welcome back to another interview here in Sovereign Self, where we weave spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Today, I have with me Mari Cartaginova. Did I say that right? Yes, perfect, actually. Okay, fabulous. Mari is a psychic medium and animal communicator, and she has clients all over the globe. She specializes in heartfelt messages from both loved ones living or past, uh, whether they are human or animal. She's been seeing and speaking with spirits since she was a child, and she loves to share her psychic gifts and abilities to help others. Mari's clients love her down-to-earth, supportive, and compassionate attitude. And when you sit with her, you can really feel the presence of your loved one. Her connections offer specific detail and leave you feeling both at peace and uplifted at the same time. She has, in fact, trained with top mediums from all over the world, including Tony Stockwell, John Holland, Lisa Williams, James Van Pra, and Lauren Rainbow. Welcome, Mari. It's such a pleasure to have you with me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sophia. I appreciate it. It's exciting. I know. <laughs> One of the things I love to talk about here on the show is the path to awakening and the path to really becoming led by your higher self or your soul. And I know that can be a little different when you awaken very early or, in fact, never fall asleep. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your early days and how you started to shift out of what society wants us to be into what your soul wants you to be. Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I guess you can say, you know, I've always been this way since I was a little girl. I would see spirits and hear spirits and just sort of know things. And I guess I was always the weird kid I was the <laughs> that everybody made fun of. And when I was little, you know, I didn't really understand. But, um, you know, I would see spirits in my room and talk to them and I would have like precognition and sort of know before things would happen. Um, but as I got older and realized that not everybody was like that, I was like, oh, maybe this is something I shouldn't talk about and didn't really want to get beat up at school anymore. So um, I sort of hit it and sort of pushed it down and tried to be normal. But and how it, did that work for you? <laughs> well, you know, it was weird because I guess I was still, because you're still always yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I tried to fit in, but it's like when you try to fit in, but you're always on the outside. So it was kind of like that for me. And in some ways, it was always like my dirty little secret, you know, like I sort of kept it to myself. So I would still have interactions with spirit and no things. So it's like I knew that it was real. And I knew that it was a thing, you know, the other world. But I didn't really talk about it. And I just sort of always tried to fit in. But I just always felt like an outsider, never really achieving that fitting in. Yeah. So it was, it, was, it was frustrating. But um, as I got older, I realized, you know, they were still there and really trying to support me and wanting me to go on this path. And I was like, okay, you know, I got it. But, you know, that's a little weird. And I can't really do that. Yeah. Well, what, what expectations did your parents set for you coming up? Were they open to it or were they resistant? 
Well, it wasn't really something I talked about with them, but it was more that I just knew that they weren't going to accept it and that it was just, you know, not in a negative way, but more like, oh, we don't really believe in that. So Mm -hmm. sort of just the the unsaid words of don't talk about it. It's not a real thing. And yeah. Go, so, go, go be a normal muggle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go be a muggle. And so I did, even though it was sort of like I had, it was almost like I had two selves. I had my, you know, my psychic and mediumship and spiritually based self. And then the self that I put on for everybody else, you know, went to school, got married, got a master's degree, had a normal job. Um, but it was always there and it was always kind of nagging at me like, hey, don't forget about us. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I didn't. So. I, I have a question for you, and we haven't discussed this previously, so I have no idea what the answer is going to be, no um, because I've talked to people who who grew up as children and got, what do I want to say, uh, taken down a dark road mm-hmm. by the spirits they were interacting with, and then other people seem to have a more protected path. What what was that like for you? Was there like a moment where you had to go, oh, no, I, lean, I need to learn to set some boundaries or? Well, I would say for the most part, I've never really encountered like negative spirits. Like I think there are spirits that may come across in a negative way and I've sort of experienced those. But I really feel very protected and sort of surrounded by divine light, as cheesy as that might sound. But I just felt, you know, because it sounds like, oh, you know, love and blessings. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty down to earth, but I just have always sort of felt, I don't know, I just sort of felt protected by my loved ones that have passed. And so I've never really had that much of an interaction with negative spirits. And, you know, I feel like if you are working in the light and you are, honest and just really looking to help people, which has always, you know, been my goal my whole life, then you're not really going to have a lot of trouble with that. Nice. So how did you begin to shift out of the box checking and doing the stuff that your <laughs> family wanted you to do growing up? What, what was it you were doing before the shift happened? What? Well, like I said, I, you know, I was normal. I was never really normal, but I tried <laughs> really hard to be normal. Uh, you know, I went to school. Like I said, I got my master's in social work. I worked as a therapist for a lot of years. And I feel like I was always using my intuitive piece with my clients because that's a big part of it and supporting them and holding the space for them and sort of knowing what they need. And I think a lot of therapists use that, as, you know, in their toolbox when working with clients. Um, and, you know, I got married, had my family, and it was sort of as I got older, I would say that I became braver. And (laughs) you just need to do this. And, you know, and I I have kind of a cute story, you know, if we have time for it about how it kind of pushed me over the edge to finally do this work. There is no time like the present. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't sure. So, um, well, basically, so I just, I, I kept having spirit with me and they would sort of talk to me and say, hey, you need to do this. And I even had, you know, medium at some point telling me like, you know, you're supposed to be doing this work. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, not really believing that that was true. Like, okay, that just must be part of his shtick or whatever. Right. (laughs) So uh, so I had sort of all these signs and then my grandmother passed, my aunt passed, and they were coming to me in a really strong way. Like, you need to be doing this, leaving me signs, things would show up, radio would turn on, just it sort of got louder, Mm -hmm. you know, in my head and outside my head. 
And so on one of my many trips with my daughter, as I was explaining to you earlier, we do a lot of travel for the kids' activities. And we happened to be in the Orlando airport. And, you know, like normal people, I had to use the restroom. So I went into the giant airport and, you know, bathroom in Orlando, like a gazillion stalls. I walked into one of the stalls and in the stall, there was one tarot card and all it said was trust. And I picked up the card and I went like this. I was like, okay, fine. I get it. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I get it. So after that, I still have my little card and I just was like, okay, I need to do this. And between, I guess, the maturity of age and all the signs and the messages and I just moved forward and everything has been that way ever since. So what was... What was the first, what I want to say, professional gig that you did? I know some light workers have some challenges. It's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be doing something and maybe they have an idea of what to do, but getting started can sometimes be a little challenging. So how, how did you kind of get started? Well, I guess, I mean, I don't know if it's a traditional path, but I just, I took a lot of classes. I did a lot of training because for me, just the kind of person I am, once I decide something, I just go. Like I'm either not in it or I'm in it 400%. So I just immediately did training and trained with people and read as many books as I can and practiced and just sort of really got on that treadmill. And then as I got more confident and people were like, yeah, you definitely should be doing this. And, you know, my teachers and mentors like Tony Stockwell and John Holland I've trained with, Lauren Rainbow and Lisa Williams, I've trained with a bunch of people and they were very supportive. And I just sort of said, okay, let's do this. And then I got to feel better about what I was doing and set up the website and just sort of put myself out there. And lo and behold, people started to come to me and I started doing the work. It's almost like when you're on the right path, the doors open. And it's not to say that everything was sunshine and rainbows, but just that, you know, they open a lot easier. If you're not on the right path, like you get that resistance a lot of the time. Yeah. This was like, okay, you're where you're supposed to be. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And all these things just started to happen. I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I love that you're in action in all of this because a lot of the folks that I talk to are in that stuck place. are like, I'm waiting for this this big like vision download thing to happen. It's like, no, just take the next step. You know, yeah. if you feel called to that class, take the class. If you yeah. feel like you should put together a little bit of a website talking about whatever topic comes to your mind, then put that together. Right. Exactly. And, and just one baby step at a time. <laughs> right. it's like I always tell my clients, it's like, if you're looking to meet someone, you want to be in a relationship, you can sit at home and say all the mantras and prayers to angels that you want. But if you never leave your house and try to actually meet somebody, it's not going to work. So yeah. Like my, my main mantra is keep moving forward. So whatever you do, just keep doing it. And as you're moving forward, things will start to move and open and change. And, you know, and that's how it's been. So it's been very grateful. It's been awesome. Excellent. I have a question for you. How do you kind of light your beacon so people can find you? What are the things you do on a regular basis? Well, I've, I've tried to get good at social media. I don't know how effective <laughs> I've been, but yeah, as an old person, you know, I talk to my kids, they're like, oh, mom, you know, 
But, you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I have a personal business page on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I have a website, um, I try to get out and do fairs, you know, not all the time, just because they're kind of draining, but I do do fairs, I advertise, I guess, promote myself on Facebook, um, I work out of a center in Westford, Mass, called Tranquility Wellness, so I'm on their website, and um, I'm also on the New Hampshire Metaphysical website, because I occasionally work out of there, so I just try to put myself out there in as many places that will have me. <laughs> and you come on podcasts and radio shows. Exactly, yeah. I'll do anything. I'm here. That's beautiful. When did you discover you were able to communicate with animals? Well, it's funny because it's sort of like when people say it's like sort of out there, oh, well, you can't do this. There's just, you know, it, like for mediums, they say getting names are, is hard. And so sometimes it is hard to get names as a medium. And I've talked to many mediums that say, oh, well, you know, I can't communicate with animals. And I was like, well, why? So I knew that that was a thing that people thought that they couldn't communicate with animals. But in my head, because we have a lot of animals are very close to them. I, you know, I eat plant-based, so that's part of it. And we do a lot of rescue and all that. I was like, why can't I talk to the animals? So I just you know, started doing it. I was like, okay, let's see if I can do this. And I just started doing it. I was like, oh, wow. And I realized it's the same as if you're talking to a spirit because it's the same energy. You know, it's the energy, whether it's a person or elemental, like a plant or an animal, it's all the same. It's all energy. So there really isn't any difference, at least for me, in terms of making that connection. Hmm. Nice. So tell me some of the amazing stories that you have. I know you work with a lot of clients, and one of the things that you mentioned was that you had some pretty good stories. <laughs> I know. If only my brain would let me remember them all. <laughs> but let's go with one of these. Yeah, no, I know. I have a few, but it's funny. You know, it's like as you get older, your brain sort of fills up, and it's like, oh, no more room. Um, well, the story that comes to mind, and I still, you know, I still can't believe it to this day, is I was, you know, I had a client, I was prepping for this client, as I always do, meditation, and sort of just getting in that space. And, um, you know, I have in, in one of the rooms of my home, I have a very large window, it's like, you know, eight feet across by 10 feet long, it's huge. So I have a giant shade on this window. And I've been searching forever to try to find someone to fix the shade. The shade was broken. And I know it sounds like a very boring story, but it gets better. <laughs> like and I was searching for someone to fix the shade. And a certain, I'm telling you, it took me like six months to find someone. I, and I now know why. But I was searching, searching. Finally, I get this person. He's finally going to come out. So he comes out. He takes the shade off. Now, granted, the shade has been up for a very, very long time. Um, he takes the shade off, and on top of the shade, like the truss where the shade is mounted, there's one red die, a dice, like oh. a red dice from like a casino. A Yahtzee game or something, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it, it was in a room where there was no games going on, and it was in, in a room that wasn't used that often, and there, there was no explanation as to how this one red die would have gotten, you know, it's probably 15 feet up in the air. It's very high ceiling. <laughs> and wedged. <laughs> and wedged on the ledge, which was probably, you know, half an inch wide. So it was kind of crazy. So the guy took the shade down, I, I saw the dice and I was like, okay, that's interesting. And you know, I knew that it was a message from spirit because it didn't make any sense any other way. 
And the guy was, didn't say anything to me. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. He didn't say anything. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. I'll file this away. I go in. I see, I see my clients, last client of the day. I'm talking to this, this person, and it was her brother, her loved one that came in, and there's a lot of information about him as a veteran, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And then as I'm doing the reading, a lot of times I'll ask them to put something in my hand. And so I asked him to put something in my hand, and he put a pair of red dice in my hand. And I said, oh, I said, he's putting red dice in my hand. Does that mean anything to you? And she was like, oh, my God. And so it turns out that this person, the reason he passed, he was actually – an FBI informant, and he was very involved with under, you know, shady characters, let's say, through the casinos, and he had a gay little gambling problem, and he did craps a lot with the dice. Okay. And that was like a whole thing with him, the gambling and the dice, and that's what actually led to his passing, was that connection with the gambling and the casino, and she's like, oh my God, that's something my brother did all the time, and I was like, you're not going to believe me, but before I came into work... And so I came home and I took a picture because I told the guy, you know, not, don't touch the dice, just leave it. I took a picture of the dice and I sent it to her and she's like, oh my God, I can't even believe that. <laughs> like, I was like, you can't make that up. You know, that's just... You no, can't no, the truth is always far, far stranger than f- fiction. Yeah, exactly. I would love to hear some more of these stories of yours, but we're going to go off to a really quick commercial break here. For all of those out there in listener land, uh, we will be back shortly after this commercial break. You can always continue the conversation on Facebook. You can find me at Zofia Renea, the Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And I look forward to talking some more after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. 
We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in through the break and welcome back. We're talking with Mari Cartaginova today. She is a medium and she also works with animal communication, which I find absolutely fascinating. Um, Tell me a little bit about communicating with animals. What, what do you notice about that? What, how, how does that kind of play into things for people typically? Well, as you probably know, most of your listeners know, people are really connected to their animals. And I love communicating with animals because it's they're just pure. They're just about pure love. There's none of this, you know, humanness like we have. I mean, humans can be difficult sometimes, but the animals are just honest, you know. And uh, sometimes I work with lost and missing animals, and I have honestly had animals tell me that they that they ran away from their home because they didn't want to be with their owner anymore. So I know it's not that it's necessarily abusive situation, but they're just animals are very honest and they're not going to beat around the bush. They're not going to, you know, try to make things look a certain way. They're just going to put it all out there as it is. And, you know, that's refreshing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. So do you have any animal stories you want to tell us? Yeah, I do. I was trying to think of some good ones because I do, I do a lot of work with animals and part of, Part of my promise to myself and to my clients is that I always give whatever I get. And sometimes, you know, I get the weirdest things and I'm like, okay, I don't know what this means, but I'm like, I'm just getting, you know, I always say spirit never wastes a message. And that's true. And the only thing I might be misinterpreting it for sure, because I'm not perfect, but um, I always just try to, whatever I get, it's like a download and I just give to my clients. So one of the stories I have was uh, this woman whose uh, cat had passed and we did this whole reading and I gave a lot of information about the cat and she was like, yes, yes, yes. And everything fit. And there was this one piece that I he kept giving me and it was like a jewelry box, but not like a fancy jewelry box, but like a cardboard, uh, like one of those white cardboard jewelry boxes you get for maybe not as fancy jewelry. Exactly. You, you get it with your little pendant at Walmart or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so I kept seeing this and she's like, no, no, I don't know what that means. And I said, well, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly what it means either, but I know that he's not giving it to me as a waste of a message. So I said, just hold on to it. And, you know, when you figure out what it means, let me know. (laughs) So a couple days later, you know, I get this email from her. She's like, oh, my God. So the story basically went that, you know, she was thinking about this and whatever. And she happened to have a cat, a picture of her cat, like right across from her bed. And it was on a little dresser and she was cleaning or something. And she sat the picture and she picked it up and was hugging it. And as she picked up the picture, she noticed behind the picture frame of the cat was a little white jewelry box like you would find from Walmart that she had forgotten that she had bought that she had bought for you know for something for a friend or something and the cat was making reference to this box to say hey you know I'm really with Mari and I just want you to know that it's me because it's that's something you know that I wouldn't be able to make up the jewelry box behind this picture yeah So she sent me this whole email thank you so much and you know it's really amazing so it's always 
it's so cool when they send me things that don't make sense and then later on they do make sense. Exactly. Yeah. Love that. Now, if someone is, what do I want to say, kind of waking up and thinking about what their path in the world is going to be and and they're, they've got this, I think of it as a ticking. For me, it was like, uh, the biological clock only on steroids. It's like, I've got a mission. I need to be doing something. Yeah, exactly. What kind of advice do you have for somebody who's, who's in that place, who's yearning to make that bigger impact? Well, the way I always look at it is, and what I tell my clients is that whenever you're in your head, that's just ego. That's just ego and whatever the world is telling you and stuff you've heard from other people. And so I always try to encourage people to really you know, take that breath and kind of drop down into your heart space, into your body, whatever you want to think of it as, because that's really more the seat of the soul. And to really to be able to get into that space, whether it's through meditation, through walking in the woods, sitting quietly, anything, to be able to really hear yourself as opposed to, oh, Auntie Jane said I should be a librarian, you know? So yeah. I, I love a good soak in Epsom salts. <laughs> it like turns my brain right off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you got to turn that off so that you can sort of turn on your soul, your spirit. And for me, getting into your body is, is very helpful. And I always tell people, look, if you have, you know, if you get a glint of, oh, you know, I would like to try the meditation class or, oh, I'd like to try yoga. It's like, starting slowly because you're able to sort of open yourself up to that experience. It's not like going from nothing to talking to spirits. It's usually a process, you know, getting in touch with yourself, being in your body, being aware, and then being aware of messages. And, you know, it's a ripple effect, but you have to start somewhere. And I think for me, it's getting into your body, into yourself to be able to start to connect with other things. It's beautiful, beautiful path when you allow yourself to surrender into it yeah exactly yeah and trust I mean like my tarot card said it's you know trust is a big thing because it's so easy and I know a lot of people that have sort of started the journey and they start to get to that place and they immediately pop back up to their head like oh is this true am I making it up is it real and it's like you you gotta let that go like I am the (laughs) micromanager I totally understand about wanting everything to be a certain way but if it's spirit led and you're just in the flow of the universal energy, you can't control it. Like yeah. you, got, you can't push the river. You have to just let go. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. When I, when I first awakened, I had one of those really abrupt awakening things and like all of the sen- psychic senses came on and spirits, wow. and all of this stuff. And I'm a trained scientist. And so there was, several months where the scientist was having this argument with the mystic. (laughs) I bet. You have a really, really active imagination. Exactly. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it it took a long time to kind of negotiate some peace between the two halves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's okay because we're not, you know, we are sort of, in between two worlds in a sense, right? Because we are humans, but we're also spirit. And it's sort of making that balancing act. I mean, there are plenty of people that are here that I feel they are spirit, but they're really rooted in their human. And they don't even, you know, I always say they're just ahead. They're really just in their thoughts, they're in their head. 
and they don't allow that connection for a variety of reasons, but fear being a big one. But you really have to learn to be able to straddle both because while I'm a medium and I make these connections, I'm still a human and I still have to go grocery shopping and, you know, drive my car and live in the real world. So you have to be able to sort of be in both worlds to make this all work, if that makes sense. Well, and speaking of being in both worlds and balancing this, um, I know a lot of people when they're starting out will run into guff and resistance around what you're charging money for this God-given gift, this blessing that you have. Uh, <laughs> what, what is your response to people who come with that? Um, well, I've definitely heard that, not so much for my work. I've just heard it, you know, in the ether. But the way I look at it, you know, it's, it is, you're doing a service. You're providing a service to people. So whether you're a lawyer, you're a plastic surgeon, you're a therapist, whatever it is you're doing, you're providing a service and you're, you're working. It's like there, there needs to be some type of energy exchange. And in this world, that's usually money. And so I don't know. I mean, I know people, I definitely know people that haven't honored themselves and be like, Oh, I can't take any money for this. And, you know, and I'm just, I'm not in that space. So I sort of feel like the people that I attract are not in that space as well. And they honor what I do and I honor what I'm doing for them. And so it just really, hasn't affected me that much, but I definitely have heard that. And I just feel like, look, you're doing something for somebody else. And it's like, you know, if you went to your car mechanic, you wouldn't say, but it's your gift. It's your mechanical. Why don't you just fix my car for free? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I love that. It it puts it into a really great perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things I know was a challenge for me when I first woke up was this um, staying centered and grounded and kind of protecting my energy and not yeah. being this sponge when I walk into Walmart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you have any tips around that for, uh, for other light workers? Well, it's interesting because I definitely have always felt that and it's difficult because like you said, you are a sponge, you are open all the time. But I know uh, Lisa Williams was saying at some point, like when she's on, she's on and when she's off, she's off. And for her at the time, I don't think she still does it, but she used to put her hat on. So when she had her hat on, she was off and that was it. And it was almost like the intention that she was setting and letting the spirit world know, and also sort of just the general energy in the world, like, okay, I'm off. This is closed. (laughs) I'm grocery shopping. I'm doing normal things. Um, And so for me, it's definitely a challenge, like you said, going into Walmart, or if I go to a fair, I don't do a lot of fairs, like psychic fairs, because there's so much energy and so much happening that it can be a challenge, but I definitely protect myself and surround myself in golden light and all of those type of things. But I think the biggest thing for me is just sort of setting that intention being like, okay, you know, I'm on, I'm working versus, okay, I'm off. And it's funny when I'm off and I'm doing normal people things, people always come up to me and be like, yeah, like the other day, the UPS guy came to the door and somehow something, it must have had my business name, Medium Mari, on it. And the guy's like, oh, you're a medium. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, do you see anybody around me? And I'm like, uh, well, I'm not really working, you know, like on my doorstep. He wants me to <laughs> see anybody around him. I was like, I'm not. 
He's watched too much Long Island Medium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like there's not, I mean, at least for me, you know, there's not spirits whizzing around 24 hours a day. It's just not how it works. And so it's sort of respecting the boundaries of like, I'm working with the energy now versus I'm off and I'm doing regular people things. Exactly. And speaking of working with energy, I know many people talk about having like spirit guides and a spiritual council that they work with. Do you uh-huh. have those as well? Absolutely. I mean, I, for me, I guess my, my biggest guides and maybe I have other ones. I have a number of people I work with, but my, my main guides, uh, one is my grandmother and my aunt and they both passed obviously. And it's funny because it's a mother daughter situation for them. So sometimes they'll be like bickering and, you know, I have, you know, I have this whole little conversation in my head. I'm like, okay, guys, it's enough. I just need to know what's happening today. And so we, we just have like a little conversation in the background, but they are sort of my biggest guides. And then I, I work with some other, you know, random guides that come in and help me with certain things. And, um, you know, there's always, there's a lot, I feel a lot of protection and a lot of spirits around me in general. And that's always feels really nice. So, <laughs> Like being wrapped up in cotton wool. <laughs> it is. It really, you know, but you know that feeling. If anybody works with this kind of energy, it's like, the, it's like a warm hug, you know, when you're in that space and working with energy and especially working with clients, like to be able to share, I always say to my clients, like, thank you for sharing your loved one with me. Cause it's, it's so beautiful to be in that energetic space of love because after all, that's all this is about anyway, is just love. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that it doesn't end when one party leaves the body. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and sometimes I just look at people and I just, you know, you can see the the shell or the human around them, but I just really see the light and the energy of spirit sort of glowing in everybody. And it's like, well, of course that goes on forever. Like for me, like I said, I was a weird kid. Um, (laughs) I always thought in my head, I mean, and this was a long time ago, 40 years ago, I always thought that the garbage men would go through the garbage and take out all the recyclables because like, why would you throw away glass? Like, you know, when I was like a little kid, I was thinking this and reflecting back on that, I'm like, wow, that was pretty radical that I thought about that as a kid 40 years ago when no one did anything like that. So I just sort of, I, I guess I've always seen things in a different way than a lot of regular people. And so for me, absolutely seeing everybody as a living spirit that continues on for eternity is the way I look at everything. Mm, That is beautiful. So what's your favorite part about this work? Well, you know, there's so many favorite parts, like I said, the being connected to the love and the energy of spirit. But my number one favorite part and the reason I do it is because I love helping people. Like I love helping people feel better and helping people know that, you know, their loved one isn't gone or their pet isn't gone. Because everyone always says, oh, are, they, are they okay? It's like, of course they're okay. I mean, I know that's... They're, they're better than they've ever been. <laughs> exactly. They're better than they were here and they were dealing with all all the human stuff, but I really, you know, I really like to help people and whether it's giving them closure or confirmation that their loved one's okay, or just letting them feel that, you know, spark of God, that moment of connection with the divine and the universal love. It's, it's beautiful because you can see it. You can see it when the person feels it and they're like, oh, you know, this is, there's more than just this. 
And yeah. like, I love that. It's just, you can't, there's, for me, there's nothing better. Like I just get chills even thinking about it. So, Isn't that wonderful? Do you get a lot of clients who are kind of like skeptical? Let me, let me see if there's anything to this sort of thing who then go through this realization. Yeah, I've definitely had my share of those clients. I would say probably for the most part. And I think people are led to whatever psychic and medium is sort of right for them. And for the most part, I would say people aren't. But I remember that I had this one client, and I still do, um, and her dog had passed away, and she was really grieving. And she's like, she came right out and told me, look, I don't really believe in this, but I sort of feel lost. I don't know what to do. And after our first session, I just brought through so much evidential information for her that she was like, oh, my God. She's like this, like you couldn't have guessed any of that. And so now she's sort of been a recurring client and we connect, you know, every couple of months and been working with her. And so for her, that is, she said for her, that's really turned her life around from thinking there was nothing to knowing for certain that there is more than just this. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a shift in how you perceive the world. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got a couple of minutes before break. What are some of the major misconceptions that people have about the work that you do? Well, I guess one of them that I would say, and I always tell this to people that, you know, that I'm not magical. I'm not special. Some people think like, oh, you know, like I got ordained by this magical beam of light or something. And I like to tell people that like, it's not, everyone has this ability. It's just a matter of whether you train yourself to get better at it. Like I tell people, if you wanted to be a bodybuilder, you'd go to the gym, you'd cut carbs, you know, you'd work on your muscles and you know, you would get better at it. So you can't just, most people just boom, aren't amazing at this. It takes time to work on it. So that's sort of one of the things that I'm not special and magical or ordained by something and that anyone can connect to their loved ones or their pets if they want to and work at it. Um, And like, you know, the other thing that I was saying is that I'm not surrounded by spirits 24 hours a day. (laughs) You know, some people think they're just walking around, you know, I'm in the supermarket and there's Aunt Fred. No, it's not like that. So (laughs) if I'm a normal person and then I'm working and they're, you know, they're definitely very separate. So Um, you know, I'm just really, I'm a regular person that's just sort of worked on their connection to the other world. And that's why I can bring through the information that I do. That is beautiful, beautiful thing. I, I love that you don't make a big deal out of, um, having cultivated this gift because there are a fair number of people out there who want to end up on that pedestal. Exactly. And I love, I love the down to earthness and the humility. Well, I'm just normal like everybody else. (laughs) So we are coming up on a break here. I'm going to ask you about more of these interesting stories when we get back from the break. Uh, But if you wish to continue the conversation with Mari on Facebook, she's at Medium Mari. That's M-E-D-I-U-M-M-A-R-I. And you can hook up with me at Sophia Renea on Facebook. That's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And hang with us through the break. And we'll talk to Mari some more when we come back. (laughs) 
We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us through the break. We are talking with Mari Kartajanova. She is a medium and an animal communicator. Before we get back into that conversation, though, I just want to remind everybody that Second Saturdays is coming up here in July, and we will be looking at soul contracts. So if you're interested in getting a peek into what you had planned before you arrived in this life, you can go to Zofia Second Saturdays. That's completely spelled out, Z-O-F-I-A. S-E-C-O-N-D-S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y-S dot com. And so we are back with Mari. And do you have any other lingering misconceptions that people have about the work that you do? Sure. Uh, Like a lot of times people find out again that I'm a medium and like we talked a little bit about before that I think I'm a pretty normal person. And sometimes when I meet people in the supermarket or wherever outside, they're just like, wow, like they they imagine me as like the the Hollywood version of the medium, like with the scarf and the big earrings. I try to say like, look, everybody looks a different way, just like they do in any profession. And a lot of times people can't believe, you know, that's that's really what I do because I guess I look pretty normal and I think I'm pretty normal. You look like a soccer mom. <laughs> yeah, and I am. I, like I said, I was just at the baseball game and I rushed back. So I'm definitely a soccer mom. So it's, it's just a misconception that we're all a bunch of weirdos or that we all are like super religious or connected with, you know, church or like God in the, in the religious way. And, you know, for me, it's not about that. It's just like I 
said before, it's about love, connecting others with love and just that universal love and the idea that, you know, we continue forever and we're just processing through this life in different, you know, I believe in reincarnation and in different, different parts of ourselves to sort of learn things and help other people while we're here. Yeah, expand our experiences. Yeah, exactly. I, I think of it a lot like, um, you know, how you played make-believe as a kid? I want to be the bad guy this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So speaking of this, what I want to say, the other side and what experiences people have on the other side, what's kind of been your experience with that? What has been reported back to you since you talk to people who are over there all the time? Yes, I do. And, you know, it sounds pretty good over there. And and not that I'm looking to go anytime soon, God willing. <laughs> I got a few more things I want to do first. Yes, I got many things I want to do. Um, it just sounds, it really feels like a place that's just filled with love. You're surrounded by all the people and animals that you have loved. And you're really getting to do whatever it is you wanted. Like, you, you know, if you wanted to golf, you love golf, you know, you can golf over there. And I believe that when you're in heaven that, you know, there's also teaching. So if you are teaching the newer souls that come over, you're sort of helping them out, showing them the ropes. And what people report back to me is they're just really participating in the things that they love, surrounded by the people that they love, and also trying in whatever ways they can to help the people that are still here on earth. Because, they, you know, spirits definitely do that. And, you know, I'm sure you and I can't count the number of times people have said, oh, yeah, well, you know, this thing happened and it was just a coincidence. And, oh, and they. Oh, no. It's a synchronicity. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I have a short story about that. Yeah. So I had this uh, this friend of mine that they were trying, they kept saying, oh, I never hear from my mother. And I never hear from my mother. And I was trying to say, oh, but she, I'm sure she sends me messages all the time. No, I never hear from her. I never get a message. It's she, like she's walking around with her hands over her ears. Exactly, <laughs> basically. So she tells me the story that they were trying to, they were trying to, to get to like a funeral or something. It was part of somebody else who passed, not her. And they had their GPS on, you know, the GPS that talks to you. And they said, the GPS said, make a left on Linda Street. And Linda happened to be her mother's name. Mm. So she said, yeah, the GPS said, take a left on Linda Street. And I said, yeah. And then what happened next? She said, well, after it said, take a right on Rose Street. And that was her mother's last name, her maiden name. So it said, left and right, Linda Rose. I'm like, okay. So the GPS just said your mom's name to you, but you're not getting any messages, right? No, she's um, not here or anything. She's not here. She's like, oh, that was just a coincidence. And I was like, okay. So if you, if like, you can explain anything away if you want, if you're not, if you're too scared. I mean, I think fear is a big part of it as people are just not, because once you're able to say yes to that, like you said, that opens a whole door to a whole different world. And I think people who are like, no, 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 are afraid to walk through that doorway. Yeah. So, you know? Well, and the, the fear happens at a lot of different levels. I know for myself, you know, I was running this fear of I'm losing it. They are going to put me in a white jacket and I'm going to yeah. hug myself the rest of my life. <laughs> and so there was a lot of concern around confessing what was going on and yeah what was occurring to me and the things that were happening. And it actually took something that the scientists could not refute before I was willing to go, okay, this is not shit I'm making up. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you get enough of that, it's like, you just can't, you just can't make it up. I mean, we've had, as you imagine in my house, there's definitely a lot of spirits and we have uh, actually whose portrait I have right nearby me is my great grandmother's piano and all my, you know, my grandmother, my aunts, like my whole family's played on this piano and we've had, we have it in my house. And one day I was lovingly cleaning it and, you know, my daughter happened to be home and she was the only person that was home and the radio in the other room went on as I was cleaning it. My daughter was like, what is that? I said, oh, it's just Nana. She's just saying hi. She's like, what are you talking about? And then they, go, they obviously know what I do, but they're still, you know, teenagers. They're still that, you know, like, yeah, maybe mom's a little crazy. I'm not sure. Uh, so, so the radio went off and then I was cleaning and I said, you know, don't worry. You know, it's just Nana and it'll probably come back on again. She's like, well, you know, I don't know. And then the radio came back on again. And so the radio's on again. I'm still cleaning. The radio goes off and my daughter's like, well, if it's really Nana, then she'll turn the radio on again. And so we're waiting, we're waiting. And then, you know, it was a couple of minutes have passed. And then all, and then all, as my daughter is saying, well, see, I told you it wasn't Nana. And as she said, Nana, the radio came on. <laughs> I was like, I told you. And she was like, oh my God, that's freaking me out. I was like, out. It's just, she's just saying hi, that's all. So, yeah. You know. That's wonderful. Yeah, they're funny that way, but it's like, I love that. Like anytime anything like that happens, any visitation or lights going on and off, it's just, I think it's so super cool. I just love it. <laughs> so what other amazing stories do you have to share with us today? Well, that the, the one with the piano was definitely one of them. And I have, like I said, my house, there's always stuff that's happening. Um, I have another room in my house that for some reason, you know, I don't know why certain rooms are the way they are, but whenever I'm in there, you know, the lights are always going on and off in the closet or the you turn on and off. And sometimes, you know, depending upon what the sleeping arrangements are here, you know, sometimes you just need to get a good night's sleep. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the other, the guest room and just try to get some rest. So whenever I go in there, I have to make an announcement to the spirits. I'm like, look. I appreciate that you're trying to say hi, you know, you want to turn lights on and off and things want to happen, but I really just want to go to bed. So I'd appreciate it if you could just, you know, not turn anything on and off so I can go to bed. And they're, you know, they're usually respectful, but I just think it's funny that I have to, you know, sort of make a deal with them or a bargain with them. Like, I know you're here. Uh, it's awesome that you're here. You're welcome to stay. Just let me sleep, you know? So, and sometimes when, you know, like my daughter was away, I think at a hotel and weird things were happening like that. Things were going on and off and the radio and it was like, you know, 11, 11 on the clock. And so of course she calls me, Oh mom, weird things are happening. And I was like, look, just ask them, tell them, look, you appreciate the fact that you're, you know, they're there and, you know, I'll be welcome them, but you're really just trying to get some rest and that, you know, thanking them. And she did that and they, they stopped, but it's just, I think sometimes just a matter of recognizing like, Hey, we realize you're here, you're sharing the energetic space with us and it's okay, but we still need to, you know, get some sleep and, you know, do yeah, our exactly. Thing. You know? Well, and it's, it's always been interesting to me that, the people who are embodied actually yeah. are the ones that kind of set the boundaries and the rules here. If yeah. you set a firm intention that this is what needs to be the case and you do it with respect, it works out just fine. I'm a, I'm a natural spontaneous healer. 
And mm-hmm. so I would get spirits coming to me who wanted healing before they transitioned over. And of course, this is always like at 3 a.m. <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> and it's like, this is really disruptive, guys. And yeah. I, I'm willing to do some of this work, but I also need to sleep. So here's the deal. I will let you know whether we're having office hours tonight or not. Okay. <laughs> I like that office hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. And yeah, I think just setting the boundaries, like you said, in a respectful way, and they totally understand that. And that's what people when they say, Oh, you know, our bad ghosts coming or like that fear piece. It's like, look, yes, they're definitely around. But if you talk to them, you know, like they're, they're spirits, like spirits like us, we're all here, we all respect each other, then they're going to respect you. And they're not going to, you know, they're not going to mess with you and try to disturb everything. I mean, that's never happened to me. So, you know, in a negative way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got about three minutes left here. Why don't you tell us what you're excited about right now? What are you working on? Do you have anything you want to share with the listeners or invite them to participate in? Sure. I have a couple of things and they're on my website. If I don't get all the actual 100% details correct, but the website's mediummari.com. And um, I have a couple things happening. You know, the summer is a crazy time, as I mentioned. So I'm really prepping for the fall after that. So in September, I don't remember the date. It's probably one of the first weekends I'm doing um, Pet Rock Fest which isn't oh. pet rock like a rock. It's more like pet as in rock and roll fest. Ah, and That's in, uh, in Massachusetts. I believe it's in like North Grafton. And it's a huge outdoor festival. And they have like, you know, doggy demonstrations and all sorts of little doggy vendors. They have like thousands of people that come that attend. And I'll be doing, you know, animal readings. I could do people readings too, but I imagine people will want animal readings since it's animal <laughs> And and does the animal have to have transitioned or can you do readings for animals that are still with us? I can do readings for both, you know, whether they've passed away or whether they're here and they don't even need to be in my presence. Honestly, I prefer to do readings just from a photo because sometimes having the actual animal can be kind of distracting if they're jumping all over the place. They get Um, excited. She understands me. Yeah, they do. And so sometimes it's better just not have the animal there but you know I can do it either way and for some reason in the same month of September it's a couple weeks after that there is a event I'm doing called wolf stock wolf stock wolf yeah w-o-o-f oh okay stock almost like you know like wood stock only with a wolf and um so it's it's a similar type of thing it's uh it's uh, a lot of the money goes to animal charities and they have different animal events animal vendors and that's also outside and i believe that's in hudson mass um and then in october i have a demonstration at the healing essence center in concord mass that i'm doing with katherine glass and I think that's like October 3rd. And then I have another demonstration I'm doing also at the end of okay. October. Excellent. So anyone who wants the complete calendar can go to your website. And if you miss sure. that, you can always email me at asksofia at transformationspace.co. I've got the in with all of my guests. <laughs> I've, got, I've got them on speed dial. We can definitely hook you up with whatever you need. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, If you are interested in discussing more with us, you can connect with both of us on Instagram. I'm at Sophia Renea 
on Instagram, and she is MediumMari888 on Instagram, and you can hook up with us there. Thank you so much for spending your time with us, and until next time, live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 